a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as always, we've got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio as we attempt to actually slow it down just a little bit, help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, connect the dots, and help you make the news make sense today on a Thursday. So we're going to get right at it. Uh, obviously, a lot of the chatter today here in the state of Utah and really across the country is. How do we start to open things up? What does that easing of some of the tighter restrictions look like? What does that feel like? What does it require of each of us to do different, to be different, in order to continue to make progress against the coronavirus? The thing we obviously don't want is we we don't want a, a double hit. We don't want to have a rebound. We don't want to have a resurgence, uh, anything that's going to cause us to uh, have more suffering amongst the people and uh, more impact on the economy. Uh, all of those things are things we're trying to make sure we don't have happen. And so I think as we look at uh, the easing that will begin tomorrow here in the state of Utah, again, some of those uh, restrictions are going to relax just slightly. But I want to emphasize that in relaxing some of those uh, requirements, it also requires us to be more vigilant in a number of areas with a lot more discipline in our workspaces, as we interact with each other, as we have uh, places that we will uh, interact, uh, whether that's at a business, whether that's at a, <clears throat> at a gym or a salon. Uh, there's all kinds of things that are going to have to be just a little bit different than we've done it in the past. Uh, if you missed the program yesterday, I had uh, Joseph Grinney. Joseph is a uh, world-renowned strategist. Uh, I like to call him the social scientist, social scientist. Uh, He looks at at social behavior in such fascinating ways, not only in his work with uh, Fortune 500 and international organizations and companies, but also with what he does here in the state of Utah uh, and in Colorado also with the Other Side Academy, where they really help people change behavior for the long haul. People who've been in and out of the criminal justice system, people who've been in and out of rehab centers. And he understands what it takes to influence behavior. And so as we've been looking at that and thinking about that, and as the restrictions are lifted tonight, as tomorrow is a new day in the state of Utah, uh, again, the <clears throat> excuse me, the vigilance that we have and the disciplines we need are really going to determine how successful we are in the weeks and months ahead. And so I, I wanted to, to replay a couple of the uh, questions that I asked Joseph, a couple of the strategies that he laid out in, in terms of what we need to be thinking about and what we need to be doing as we start to reopen the economy, reopen society just a little bit. So first we talked about this idea of a gap, that there is this period of a danger gap. Uh, and this is what Joseph had to say about that. We're going to be living for 
the next few months in the danger gap. That's the gap between when we start to socialize a bit more with each other in hopefully protective ways and when we have effective treatments or vaccines available. Those months are the most dangerous period that we have lived in so far because this is, this is going to be a question about whether or not we can maintain good boundaries while still being closer together. So, again, so we have this danger gap. And, again, this gap is the time starting tomorrow here in the state of Utah. It's already started in other places around the country. This gap between when we start to open things up, we regain, re-engage in the workplace, and when we actually have things like vaccines and medicines and things like that that are really a year away. So we're going to have this period, this danger gap. And uh, I love to think of the uh, the sign from our friends in the U.K. Uh, if you've ever traveled around uh, Great Britain at all, you know that you always see the sign, mind the gap. Mind the gap. Well, we're entering this danger gap. And Joseph Grinney is going to give you some strategies now in terms of what we need to think different, what we need to do different, how we need to create disciplines and behavior different than we have in the past so we can mine the gap and make sure we navigate this danger gap appropriately. So first, we're going to start with some uh, leadership focus in terms of how we approach uh, this kind of thing and as we get back to work and get back into some of these other areas of society. So in the workplace, every leader, every team leader, every supervisor, every manager, every business owner has to come up with a plan to do two things. We call them be safe and feel safe. So first of all, they have to have a plan to make sure all of their employees, customers, anybody in their workplace are actually safe. But in addition to that, you have to make sure your employees and customers feel safe. It's not just having the practices. It's making sure that they know you have the practices and that they see you ostentatiously, publicly practicing those so that they feel safe entering your area. In order to do that, there's some rituals you're going to have to establish to help people both be safe and feel safe. So we've got to have that mindset of, be safe. Those are the those are the practical, tactical things. And then we have to feel safe because if we don't feel safe, uh, workers aren't going to work well. Customers aren't going to come in and spend well. Uh, we're not going to be fully engaged. So this is a, a great mantra for, for any business, for any community, for any family. Got to be safe. We got to feel safe. And uh, Joseph mentioned these five rituals that we have to get through This will really change our behavior and help us get through this danger gap we're going to go through as we open up society and as we open up the economy. There are five rituals that every leader is going to have to practice. The first is as people come into the workplace, whether customers or employees, you need to have a boot camp. The idea of a boot camp is to break down old patterns that people had while they were in that particular space and teach them the new ones. So you're going to need to walk them through a regimented uh, opportunity to put their hands on and practice the behaviors. Second, you're going to need a ritual we call please and thank you, where everybody can remind anybody by just saying, please follow this practice. The please needs to come, but the please will not happen consistently in any workplace unless there's a thank you ritual that happens. If every employee, every customer, every boss, every manager in your workplace is instructed that they are to thank anyone who reminds them to practice something, that will make it more likely the reminders will happen. As we know from the recent earthquake, a lot of us forget what we're supposed to do when the earthquake happens if it doesn't happen frequently enough. And so you're going to need, like we do with fire practices, a fire drill on a regular basis where all of the employees are asked to come, stand in a circle, and go through all the behaviors we're supposed to practice. Whatever those are, we need the fire drills to keep them on people's minds. Otherwise, what will happen, because it's human nature, is 
We'll start with a rush of enthusiasm on Friday, and then we'll drop off by mid-next week to our old behaviors, be sloppy, and risk lives again. But the fourth we call daily rounding. You want to make sure something is happening in a workplace, you have to inspect it regularly. As they say, it isn't what you expect, it's what you inspect. So rotate the responsibility of everyone in the workplace. Each person has a designated day where they take a checklist and they observe to see whether the practices are being followed or not. And then they post the score up on a visible place so everybody can see how we're doing. And, uh, and it must be leaders. Don't hand this off to HR. It's got to be an authority figure. And finally, implicit in that, in that is the scorekeeping ritual. Whatever your, your current level of compliance is, it needs to be posted publicly. I would encourage you to have a green, yellow, and red stoplight kind of a model. If the score is not 95% or above, it's not a green. You have to give yourself a yellow and put it up there so that you embarrass yourself in front of your customers, in front of your employees, in front of others, and that will help to create renewed vigilance. So boot camp, please and thank you. Fire drill, daily rounding, and scorekeeping are five rituals every workplace has to have to keep people safe. All right, again, that's our good friend Joseph Grinney uh, from Vital Smarts. Uh, and again, if you if you have a company, if you are a manager or a leader in an organization or in a community, uh, this is worth going back and just spending some time. If you took five minutes and just went through the things that Joseph just talked about in terms of what is the danger gap, how do we make sure that our employees and customers or clients can be safe and that they can feel safe? And then these five rituals that will help us modify and change our behavior, uh, that's going to make a big difference for you, for your organization, for your business, and ultimately for our community and for our state. So I encourage everyone to, to check that out. You can do that on our Facebook page. You can do that uh, on KSL.com. You can do it uh, through the app uh, as well, uh, powered by our friends at uh, Any Hour Services. And uh, we want to know how you're implementing this in your business or organization. You can always do that on our KSL uh, text line, Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Uh, and and uh, again, if you're looking for more insight on that, you can also go to vitalsmarts.com slash be safe, feel safe. Uh, and there's some great training uh, components there as well. So important for us. Uh, as Joseph mentioned, it we're all going to be really engaged tomorrow on Friday as things start to open up. The test is not tomorrow. The test is next week. The test is next month as we go through this gap. It's absolutely critical. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we're going to go to the moon, to Mars, and beyond. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.